Zanzizi Zambibi. Welcome to the Zanzizi Podcast. Ah, I finally finished my greatest game ever, Rad Racer. One more game left on my contract, and then I'm free to pursue my real dreams, hip-hop. Yes, it's time for my final game, my final fantasy. Great job, Sakaguchi! Final Fantasy was such a hit, we're gonna need another one. Oh, and don't forget, there is a clause in your contract that says if the game is a hit, you owe us one more. Get to work! <laughs> Final Fantasy 2? That doesn't even make sense! <sighs> okay. Okay. One more game. <gasps> Sakaguchi! Final Fantasy 2 was better than Final Fantasy 1! I, I don't know how you did it! I think we're gonna need a trilogy. <laughs> That's it! I can't come up with any more stuff! I'm gonna, I'm gonna cram all the same ideas into a new game. I'm gonna burn them out. Yes, then I'll be free to go. Oh my god, Sakaguchi! The wizards, the magic, these games are amazing! We should make one more. <laughs> okay, you like wizards? You like magic? Well, let's flip the script a little bit. Do you like writing on the packs of whales? Having a trip to the moon? Yeah, let's see if get a load of this. It made me think, it made me cry. Oh, oh, the lunar whale, nice touch. We're gonna need another one. Number five gets to work. <sighs> the main character's name is Butts. Oh my god, it's so good! Oh my god, make six! Make six! Okay, Final Fantasy VI. You know what? Magic is dead. Robots everywhere! Oh, oh, in the world? Yeah, it's run by a cloud. And you know what? He destroys it. Ah! No way Final Fantasy fans will like this. Hey, that was your best one, so, uh, seven. Okay. The world is dead. Humanity lives under a pizza in the sky. No magic. No. They got rocks. And everyone's mean. Except for this one nice, we'll make her a girl. And we'll murder the girl. We'll just murder the girl. We don't even want another Final Fantasy game. We should make a movie. Fuck it! Hey, uh, I'm here to tell somebody named uh, Sakaguchi that they're movie bombed and they're fired. Yeah, so if that's you, get the f*** out. Yeah, thanks. Yes! 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 Sakaguchi! Welcome to the Zanzuzi Podcast. That's right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You like my drop there? Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you hear her. She's lovely. It's Miss April, the Illumi Mommy Hills. Yay! Yay. Ever turned. How? The 
prodigal daughter. The prodigal podcast sister of mine. How have you been? Really good. We've been doing some some awesome stuff together. Singularly, me too. I've been I I feel like 2023 is like the year of the Illuma mommy. I'm really enjoying like actually investing into myself, which is great. We've been working out at the gym. I've been learning Spanish in my free time because that's just something I've always wanted to do. So I've been doing ah. Duolingo and I'm like a quarter of the way through. That's what else awesome. have I been doing? I'm brewing my own kombucha. I'm really investing in bird watching. Like, Meanwhile, Ryan's in the I'm corner. S- I drink my own pee now, <laughs> but I have a so podcast. Exciting. Right. But it's good to be back. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, full disclosure, I've been keeping up on it, too. You guys have also pledged to, what is it? 62 miles. 62 mm-hmm. miles. Well, is yep. there any reason for 62? Uh, I think j- just because it equates to like two miles a day. Okay. For right the month on. of May. Um, but Josh and I have set a personal goal of walking over 100 miles in the month ah. of May. Because I've already hit my 62-mile goal. Hell yeah, girl. So, Yeah. That's awesome. It feels really good. I like feel... we've been doing Planet Fitness and like I'm realistically I go just so that I can like use the massage chairs. <laughs> I get I, I really push myself to go through my workout because I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, massage just, chairs. Massage. Tanning beds. Yeah. Now do you have any tips for anybody out there who has thought about going to the gym and just doesn't know how to get into that? Um I feel like I'm at a place now at this particular age where I don't care what people think of what I look like or what I like. No one's paying attention. No, they're to not. anybody else. Like, I, I don't think. Oh, OK, except for one time I had a guy. See, because when I go is after I drop the kids off at school. So it's essentially just stay at home moms and really old people, which is really my demographic. <laughs> so... <laughs> There was, it's pretty dead in there around that time, like 8.30 in the morning. And there was one day I had a guy, older gentleman, probably in his 70s. And there's sort of that unspoken, like, treadmill etiquette where, like, you don't, if there's, they have, like, 50 treadmills at Planet Fitness. And when they're dead like that, you can get, you can pick anyone. Mm. And it's sort of like urinal etiquette. Like, you don't pick the one right next to someone. Unless you want to see what somebody's brandishing. Right. (laughs) So I had this older gentleman come up and pick, I had like 10 on this side and 12 on this side and he picked the one right next to me and then proceeded to do a workout on the treadmill for 30 minutes where he was at like a 10 incline and he only walked backwards. What was up with that? I have no idea, but it was wild (laughs) and he's always there. Interesting. Yeah, that's like his gig is walking backwards. Was he putting on face paint the whole time he was walking I backwards? I mean, it wouldn't have surprised. I tried not to make eye contact. I was a little weirded out. His favorite band is Crisscross. Cross. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was a little, but you know what? I I think that's my advice is like, go if you're afraid to go or if you um, are like, oh, well, I don't know. It's weird. Locker rooms, weird. Yeah. I don't want to look like I am don't know what I'm doing. No one cares. No No one's paying attention to you. I promise you that. Well, that's good. But we could also post the links to the um, the charity. Yeah, for sure. We've both passed. Actually, today I passed. Mm -hmm. I'm at 64 miles. Yep. So, and uh, I'm I'm getting close. I uh, my first donation goal was 250 dollars, and I think I'm at 170 right now. So, if anyone wants to donate, I would love that. It's for St. Jude's Children's Hospital, which obviously I don't know if anyone. I'm sure people have heard of it before, but they essentially make it so that families never have to pay for the care or for um, 
lodging or food when they have a child at St. Jude's. So nice. It's, it's a good charity. We That's love St. Awesome. Jude's. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Both of you. And it seems like you're both happy and the kids are doing good. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting towards the end of the school year and everyone's excited about that and work is going really well and just in a really good place mentally. So it feels good. 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 Me too. I'm Yay happy for us. I'm if happy. We, <laughs> if we combine ours, I think we're good. I have $45 on mine. Yeah. They see, there we go. So yeah, we've, we've technically raised the, mm-hmm. the minimum. Yeah. Well, we'll post this in May and it should go up hopefully next week or the Monday, of the week following. Awesome. And then you can be like, you can help save the sick kids. Mm-hmm. Don't be heartless. It's a great. <laughs> that was me trying to segue. I liked it. But yeah, we're talking about Final Fantasy today. The series. The I'm long, excited. Long awaited. And this also kind of plays into your break too, doesn't it? In a way. Kind of. Yeah. Yes. We be- spent a lot of time. Um. Yeah, Over the past couple of months, we've been working because I've never played them. Right. Um, and I don't know what. It was it, when it was, we saw the concert. Yes, cause, yeah, because we saw the concert. And I said, you know, I've never seen any of these, but I saw a lot of like cut scenes that they played during the concert. And I was like, I think I'd, I'd like to at least watch. I'm not I'm really into playing, but, you know, the storyline I've heard, the storylines are great. So Josh was like, well, how about I play one for you and you can. You can watch. See what you and, think. Yeah. Watch. And he's got all the stuff. So he, it's. I mod each. I, yeah, because we, I've played these games a thousand times. So what I just do is I'm like, well, let's try to eliminate like fighting. Mm-hmm. So like there's some games where I can just completely disable um, random encounters. And I'm like, we'll do the boss fights. None of them really matter as far as story is concerned. So we'll we'll make it so like these characters are like one hit kill. Mm-hmm. And that way she, she's solely being able to see the story. Yeah. Right. So like we just finished playing six and I think we tapped that out at what, like 10 hours. Yeah. Something like that. How many times have you played? So, okay, let's, let's, let's really pull out the nerd card and (laughs) measure it here. Uh, So for, for, for reals, for reals, have you played every single one through 15? I have played every final fantasy game. Wow. Okay. And uh, you're talking some, to an expert. And yeah. some of them Multiple. way more times than I should. Yeah, because didn't you say you've played six, like, upwards of 30 times? Something like that. Yeah. I've played Final Fantasy VII probably about 15 times. Oh, my God. Yeah. I like these games. Okay. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy is a Japanese science fiction fantasy anthology franchise created by... Hironobu Sakaguchi. Hironobu? Son. Hironobu. Hironobu. That guy. Yeah, him. And developed and owned <laughs> by Square Enix, formerly Square. That's Soft. how we knew it was quality. Yeah, Squaresoft mm-hmm. games, especially in the especially in the like the nineties and early two thousands, it that came with a seal of like triple A. And this might not be from like Sony. Or Nintendo directly, um, but this is a AAA uh, experience that you are about to have. Didn't matter what game it was; they were all top notch. Now, you started with a NES Nintendo Entertainment System, correct? Yes. Okay. Did you play the first Final 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 Fiend? Fiend, Fiend, Fiend. No, they, 
Uh, the first Final Fantasy game that I ever played was Final Fantasy VI. And uh, the story itself is kind of um, funny and horrible at the same time. Uh, I want to say it was in and, a, in and around the time that it actually came out. Uh, my family and I, we live in, we're living in like Southern Michigan and we had one of my mom's, somebody in her family passed away and they lived up in the Northern part of Michigan. So we went up there for a funeral or something. And my brother and I were young. I mean, I was like 10 and we were like, we want to rent a video game. It's past the time because we're bored. So they, my parents took us to Blockbuster or whatever it was that was up there. They said, you guys each can pick one game. I picked Joe and Mac 2, which for the record, a classic. It's a fine game. <laughs> and my brother picked Final Fantasy 6. We had no idea what it was about. Yes. that's. <laughs> he picked that, and I want to say we made it, I don't know. You know, probably five hours into the game, which, you know, when we have no idea what we're doing or where we're going, was would have been like 45 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, that so it would have been, yeah, around that, that time. that one starts with the mech. The mech's walking through the... Yep, you're in the Magitech armor. Okay, well, you're going to know all those terms, and <laughs> I'm going to be like... Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I love you, man. I love your dedication. This is why I chose to do a history show because I felt like we could cover everything without mm-hmm. having to worry. Plus, we can leave all those grim moidos alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although there might be some murders behind the scenes. Who knows? It could be somebody's final fantasy. The first game in the series released in 1987, which puts it a year after Zelda. That's correct. Mm, with 15 numbered main entries having been released to date. Although, that doesn't necessarily count all the different... There was 10-2, there was uh, 13, 2 and 3. Um, some people would say there are some of the side, well, well, quote-unquote side games that are just as good, like um, Crystal Chronicles. Chrono um, Cross. That's not a Final Fantasy game. Oh, <laughs> Crystal Chronicles, Mystic Quest, Type Zero. They, those are their own game. What about Tactics? See, in Tactics, they don't. Con- that's not considered part of the main line. But I'm sorry, Final Fantasy Tactics is fucking dope. Okay, okay. What do you? Okay, before I keep going, <laughs> what would you say? Since this is the beginning ish of the episode, what would you say is a good starter Final Fantasy game? Oh boy. Oh boy. And I it depends on what type of gamer you are. If you're a retro gamer that loves that top-down uh, like Legend of Zelda, then I would say the perfect Final Fantasy would be oddly enough, and someone out there is going to be mad that I say this, Mystic Quest. Because it is, they made that game on purpose to be very simple, story-wise, at gameplay. It's very simple, um, but it's just not as good as say Final Fantasy VI, which right. I would say is the best of the that retro. If you're gonna go with the modern Final Fantasy games, oh boy, um, 
they're all so different. It's it's really hard to place any one above others because any one of them is a starting point. You know, they're not connected if only by, you know, certain elements. It's kind of like, I mean, I kind of like Legend of Zelda. Really? Yeah. Perfect. Now, you, okay, so which one did you say for more modern? More modern, if, if I had to pick it, you know, you could go with um, probably seven. I mean, uh, the seven remake is, it's beautiful. And you're getting, damn it, this is, that's a hard, that's a hard decision, man. Hey. I mean, because, yeah, I would say like, Final Fantasy 15 is also is a great starting point. 16 is going to be out in a matter of, like, a couple weeks. My cat just tried to jump up and was like, I'm too bottom heavy. He, this is the not- look on his face was like the scar brother, like his ears back. He looked shocked and horrified. Poor guy. Poor buddy. He's just, you know, he's struggling. But Get it. Yeah. We'll sign him up for his <laughs> Planet Fitness Planet Fitness membership <laughs> next week. Um, okay, so you say fifteen or yeah, seven remake? Any one of the three D games are is good in its own way. Now, here's my question to you, April. Now mm-hmm. that you've been watching them, what do you think is the most interesting story? This might fall into her top five, though. Well, it's let me let me save that for top five. Let me answer. That Josh's question from my perspective, because I, oh, good idea. I think this for is me, why you should be a podcaster right, for me personally, as far as like getting into the games and like, if you want, cause really you can start with any of them. I mean, we did them all out of order. I think we did 10, what was it? 10, 15, eight, seven. Like we were all over the map just kind of based on, cause he was like, well, what you pick, what one do you want to do first? Um, I think if you're just getting into them and you have, you know, nothing about them. Um, Maybe even nine. I would say 10 or 13, 13 is super linear and it's very easy to understand. The storyline is super easy to follow. Um, but I think the story is better in 10. That's I, that's the first one that we started with. And it was, it was very easy to understand. My one problem that I have with final fantasy is they start the game and and they have all these like elements that they but they don't explain anything. They just sort of assume you're gonna figure it out along the way. So when you start playing and you're like, wait, the Machina? What the fuck's a Machina? Like I don't know what that is. <laughs> and you know, especially for me who had never I, I don't know what any of this is. Oh, yeah. this is oh you're the this and the this these people and wait what? Yeah. So it, to for me, thirteen was the most easy, like straightforward, easy to understand. And then once you kind of get the hang of how they're written and how they're played, you can sort of move to the other ones. And for me also, um, because I was not a retro gamer, it was easier for me to watch the games that had voiceovers instead mm-hmm. of like the the top down, like the reading text. The text, yeah. Right on. That's cool. And like, it didn't become too nerdy. That makes any sense? No, and I, I, I had kind of thought I would, but you, you really get, um, it's so immersive. The yeah. storytelling is fantastic in the, these expansive worlds and um, the way that they're built and created and the way that the characters, you know, develop over the course of the game is really, 
thrilling to watch. It's very rare that you don't see a character that doesn't have like a lot of development throughout the game. It's very rare. I have one Final Fantasy that I did not like. Okay. But we can talk about that later, oh, or perfect. we can talk about it now. You, it doesn't matter. To no, me. let's let's wait till let's, let's go through some of the information sure. just to kind of get it out there. But I appreciate, especially because you, I mean, the Shoops are a Final Fantasy family. If we you are, and, and I think it's interesting because we come from such different perspective. Where he's played them all multiple times, and I'm experiencing them sort of all at once. And I told him it's interesting too because he experienced them <laughs> sort of in a in a different way chronologically. Whereas mm-hmm. I was just picking one of the one that looked the best. Right. Yeah. And he experienced them like, oh, then the next one came out and that one was even better. And then the next one came out and it looked even better. You know, yeah. I can experience them in a different chronological sequence and sort of appreciate them in a different way. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's cool. So the franchise has since branched into other video game genres such as tactical role playing, action role playing, massive multiplayer online, which is kind of what I was curious about. Oh boy, that's Final Fantasy eleven and fourteen. Um, eleven was not bad, mm-hmm. but fourteen, holy Moses, they took the reins and took off. That is one of the best online communities for an MMO I've ever seen. And this is coming from somebody who's put way too many hours into World of Warcraft. Yeah, um, the story in that is top notch. And those are all cross-platform too, right? Like you could play. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. eleven was only on, um, and I could be wrong about this, uh, but I experienced it on PS2. Right. You actually had the to have the special dongle that you put in the back of your PS2 to be able to go online with it. Dongles and it are was important. horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, very I like faulty. a good dongle. Hmm. Uh, okay, so there's racing games, third-person shooters, fighting, and rhythm, as well as branching into other media, including CGI films, anime, manga, and novels. Now, I know they in the opening skit, they kind of laugh at the movie. I didn't think it was terrible. I think at the time, it was pretty... The Spirits Within? Yeah. It's a fine movie. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I think that the problem is, is that you're looking at... A lot of us looked at it as a Final Fantasy movie. And if you look at it through as a Final Fantasy movie, then you're expecting a lot of things, and you just don't get it. Uh, but the right. thing is, is, it still looks beautiful. I remember there were articles at the time that like, CGI actors are going to replace actors. Extra, extra. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't think that's going to ever happen. But now AI is like... Watch kinda, this. Yeah, watch this. We're, we're getting our law degree now. We're robots. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. I'm a doctor. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Um, all right. So, as I said, there's each plot centers on a particular group of heroes who are battling a great evil, but also explores the character's internal struggles and relationships. Mm-hmm. Circle yes or no. Will you go to the prom with me, Zanzi? Swipe left. Yeah. <laughs> Character names are frequently derived from the history, languages, pop culture. Now, I didn't know this, but the Chocobos, mm-hmm. or genderless Starbucks baristas in their real life, mm-hmm. are yep. also didn't come about until the second one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I called them yellow chickens when I played. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and something interesting that Josh taught me, too, was there are some characters or character names that are through ways in all of the games. Can I oh. guess one? Yeah. Yes. Is one of them Sid? It yep. is. All right. I always just called him in my head like airship guy. 
<laughs> yeah, yep. that makes sense. And I and full disclosure, I did play some Final Fantasies. I played seven, eight, and a bit of nine. And I never really came back around to it, even though I had a PS4. I could have played mm-hmm. one. And I think I just got intimidated, especially at the time I was married. And I was like, am I going to? Well, the, the problem is because they're JRPGs, they know they're going to take time. And mm-hmm. that's what's nice about the um, the re-release of the Pixel remasters for the Switch. What? You can get the one through six. And you can buy them individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like ten bucks, uh, and they have in the games like, uh, hey, if you press this button, it'll speed everything up, so you can get through the fights quicker. And um, like when they redid seven, eight, and nine, they had it so like, hey, just click this button, and you can have like your characters be level ninety nine, like just bypass all that stuff, which I think is great like i i'm mm-hmm. fully into like especially after the resident evil 4 remake now i'm like well better do it for mario 64 better do it for <laughs> a link to the past Dude. i would love to see a Link's awakening mm-hmm. link to the past link to the past easily one of my favorite rpgs ever uh yes <laughs> and, and, and it's such a turning point for like when i was a kid playing super nintendo and like oh they can tell a good story well, I like girls too much to pay attention. To. Well, just imagine <laughs> if they did like they just they remade Link's Awakening for the Switch and they had totally. those updated graphics. Imagine if they took all those classic uh, Legend of Zelda games. Yeah, and and I mean, there's no end to it. And I think it works the best in games because movies like you're not gonna get a shot for shot recreation of Alien and, and it's gonna work. Right? Like they've tried that. It just doesn't work. But with games, you can have fun with it. You know, sure. games are there for that—that that element of surprise and fun that well, you can. And that's the case in point. Final Fantasy VII. You had the original. Um, is it ninety six or ninety seven? It's mm-hmm. ninety ninety seven. Pretty sure. Um, that there's that game that you can play, mm-hmm. and now they're remaking Final Fantasy VII, and you play it. And it's like, oh, okay, the whole game is the first four hours of the original game. What the hell? But it's but it's done in such a way that it makes sense. April hasn't played, and I know you probably haven't either. So no. I, I don't want to spoil anything. But if you love seven, you need to play it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's on the docket. I promise. Uh, Final Fantasy has been both critically and commercially successful. Several entries are regarded as some of the greatest video games with the series selling more than 173 million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling video game franchises of all time. The series is well-known for its innovation visuals, such as the inclusion of full-motion videos, photorealistic character models, and music by Nobuo Uematsu. Uematsu. Sorry. I'm always going to slaughter these names, but it doesn't mean that I have anything against you. You're amazing, and I love your compositions. It has popularized many features now common in role-playing games, which is great, and popularizing the genre as a whole in markets outside Japan. The first installment of the series was released in Japan, as I said, on December 18, 1987. Subsequent games are numbered and given a story unrelated to previous games. Mm-hmm. So the numbers refer to volumes rather than to sequels. Many Final Fantasy games have been localized for markets in North America, Europe, and Australia. Good day, mate. On numerous video game consoles, 
personal computers, and mobile phones. Have you played any of the Final Fantasies on your phone? I have. You. Savage. <laughs> no, no, no. I, well, because they made specifically... Because don't get me wrong. They made like Final Fantasy VI for mobile. and um, But they've also made special individual Final Fantasy games. Unique right. story for mobile. And I played those. Have you ever lost feeling in your feet because you're on the toilet playing Final Fantasy Mobile. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Right. Plop, plop. I won in ha- and having needles in my foot. <laughs> so, three Final Fantasy installments were released on NES... Final Fantasy was released in Japan in 87 and in North America in 1990. It introduced many concepts to control RPG genre and has since been remade on several platforms. Final Fantasy II, released in 1988 in Japan, has been bundled with Final Fantasy in several re-releases. Mm-hmm. The last of the NES installments, Final Fantasy III, was released in Japan in 1990, but was not released elsewhere until a Nintendo DS remake came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings? Do you ever play the DS? Um, I have been recently, um, only because Garrett finally found his 3DS and mm. it has uh, Animal Crossing on it. Ah. But I had one when I was younger, but I didn't play anything that was good. Just I played you like and crosswords. Your, just you and your macaroni best friend? <laughs> yeah. Fred. Come Fred, here. Fred the Ted. Fred the Ted, watch me play... You Sudoku. Nintendo dogs. Nintendo dogs. I knew it was going to be Nintendo dogs. I, I mean, I had Nintendo dogs and I had some crossword game and I had like a brain trainer. Did you? Did you? I was like 11. Oh, dude, I get it. You were you were always a golden girl right from the beginning. Yeah, Imagine true. how Future excited episode. I was when uh, we moved in together and she's like, hey, I've got this DS. I'm like, you do? Thinking like, oh man, she's probably got like, some Mario games. you know? And she's like, here's the games. I'm like, I've got oh. this vintage copy of Nintendogs. Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? She's like, I used to have Guitar Hero too. Yeah, I did. But she didn't have the game, but she had the, the thing that you connected to it, so they had the yeah. buttons. Uh-huh. She's like, don't mind me. I'll just be in the corner doing my crosswords, too. <laughs> like, yeah, you're a real hardcore gamer. That's right. I'm kind of like, well, I'm a cross between <laughs> one of the Golden Girls and like a Jewish aunt from New York who just does Sudoku on yes. the weekends. <laughs> don't talk. There's a good bird at my bird feeder. <laughs> Folks, she has the most amazing camera that Josh got her <laughs> that literally shows her videos of the birds that land at her it's bird a, feeder. It's a bird feeder camera, and it's like right in there. So when a bird comes to my bird feeder, it takes an up-close picture and also sends a notification to my phone. And it's glorious. <laughs> it is. It's Best such ever. a nerd. Because when I had that bird, uh, it literally, it's an app on your phone. It's like Merlin something, yep. and it tells you... Exactly what it is mm-hmm. by the sound. Yep. Yeah, I thought I was so cool to send this to <laughs> I April. I felt so bad. <laughs> oh, that's great. I've, I've had that forever. <laughs> I was one of the beta testers. Yep. <laughs> uh, we love it was our cute. little mommy. So the Super Nintendo also features three installments of the main series, all of which have been re-released on several platforms. Final Fantasy IV was released in 91 in North America. Mm. It was released as Final Fantasy II. Mm-hmm. 
It, Such a good game. It introduced the active time battle system. There was a great podcast. It might not be up anymore called Active Time Battle. That was the nerdiest nerd of all nerd podcasts I've ever listened to. And it was just people talking like, and they were like, <laughs> they would get so in depth though. It was like ASMR for the soul. I could just sleep to it. Mm-hmm. Like nerds talking about battle mechanics in an RPG. <laughs> Sign me up because I need it to sleep. Mm-hmm. Active time battles is the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> I it, love it. Um, Final Fantasy V, released in '92 in Japan, was the first game in the series to spawn a sequel, a short anime series, Final Fantasy: Legend of the Crystals. It's always a crystal. Mm-hmm. Well, t- I don't know. Four technically uh, kind of had a sequel. Technically. Where's the Larry? We Four need is the first, um, is the earliest, we'll say, in, in the, the, the chronological games with a actual sequel. Okay. It's called The After Years. Ah. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Kafka. Uh so, Final Fantasy VI was released in Japan in 1994, and Josh looked down and saw a pube. Dude. Titled Final <laughs> Fantasy III in North America. Yeah. Now you're a man! Dude. A man, man, man! This game has crippled me on I multiple know. occasions. I love it. Do you weep every time you go to the opera? No. Okay. <laughs> It was funny too because that was the most recent one we played was six. Like a week ago. Yeah. And um we finished or we were in the midst of the opera scene and I he's like, This is my favorite part of the whole game and I was like, Okay, and I'm watching and I'm like, This is so dumb. <laughs> this is really cheesy. It's, but okay. It's a beautiful story. He's just got a thousand yard stare. He's like, right. April, watch. <laughs> I did. I yelled at her because she grabbed her phone. Shh, quiet. Watch this. Josh, there's a bird update. <laughs> there's two birds fucking. Yep. He's like, put it down. <laughs> it's all right. She had the gall to do that. And then uh, during Dancing Mad, I was like, you're not appreciating this enough. No. Sorry. Hey, you know what? When the eventual remake comes out, Dude, don't even. I'm just saying. The PlayStation console yep. saw the release of three main Final Fantasy games. Final Fantasy VII, 1997. That was a big moment for me because I remember specifically there was no reason for me to jump from the 64 to PlayStation. But I I got that Game Pro with that early at, like oh, images man. of Final Fantasy VII. And I was like... It had the, I'm gonna have to mow some lawns. <laughs> it had the centerfold with all the characters on it. Yeah, we had that same magazine. Oh, man, yeah. I was just like, bap, bap, bap. well, I didn't go that far, but I was what? like, this is really giving me a nerd boner, and I need it. So that girl, the brown hair. But this was a big thing because it moved away from the two dimensional graphics and used in uh, the three dimensional rendering. Yes. Which was like it looked awesome with like the backgrounds and like oh dude and the the um, FMVs in that game were revolutionary oh yeah like like it felt especially like you were Sephiroth watching. on the fire like that yeah. was something that I think you go to any gamer our age and you're like you know name a scene from Final Fantasy VII and there's two scenes they might name the one which I I'm not gonna give away. But there's the Sephiroth and the fire scene. That's right. iconic. You knew who you were hanging out with if you went into their room and they're, yeah, okay, 
a Pulp Fiction poster, but it was next to the Sephiroth in Flames poster. Yes. You're like, and that's, we that's, can vibe. And you've seen it. that the, the scene is so iconic. They just bring it up over and over. And every everything Final Fantasy VII related, of the movies and uh, you know uh, some of the other games, it's like, it pops up. It would be funny, though, if like during the scene with him walking in the fire, he goes, Ooh, hot! <laughs> Just a little humor. That's all. That's my only, and I'll say it now and get it out of the way. My only critique with Final Fantasy, even though it can be silly at times and it is joy, joyful-ish, can be a little self-serious sometimes. It can be. <laughs> well, that's why, like when they introduced um, Sephiroth into Smash Brothers, it was kind of funny because it showed him stabbing Mario as a shadow, <laughs> and we we're like, "No way! <laughs> There's no." And then it, 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 it caught his like his strap on his shoulder just holding him up we just did the teenage mutant ninja turtles episode and we were talking about how self-serious the comics were compared to the show oh and, definitely and it was, it's such a weird contrast because it's like they were almost like one of them was like disowning one of the properties of the products that they made because he was like it's just too silly well have you seen the kept up on the comics with that at all no the like the the i think it's called the last ronin uh, that comic series, it's Michelangelo. His brothers are all killed. <laughs> yeah, and he goes on like this, like murdering rampage. Michelangelo, okay. yeah, the party dude. Last thing you'll hear is cowabunga, dude. Party's <laughs> over, dudes. Bite the curb, Foot Clan. <laughs> anyway, so three dimensional graphics, amazing. Final Fantasy VII blows the roof of all 14-year-old and below and above boys at the time's heads. We were the music all- was amazing, too, mm-hmm. in seven, six and seven. Seven, one of my favorite things about seven, and this isn't necessarily game-related, but when we went to the concert and they played, what was it? Um, was it One Winged Angel? One Winged Angel. Yeah. Yes. My favorite part of that whole concert, because you know you're in a group of people who are like, because there were people that cosplayed to that concert. Oh, I'm sure. So you're in a group of people that's really, really into the games. And the guy that I sat next to when they played One Winged Angel was like shouting, Sephiroth! Like the whole, like he next to me in that falsetto. And it was like a big, like dude. And it wasn't Josh, it was like, but he was like a dude with a beard and like he had the shirt on and he was like, Sephiroth! Like he got real into it. <laughs> I have so now I can't hear One Winged Angel without thinking of the guy next to me who falsettoed the entire. He's song. got his like rage poop face. He was like, ready. Like, he he well, had prepared his entire life for that moment. Well, because you know that when you're seeing Final Fantasy music live, they're gonna play One Winged right. Angel, and it was one of those like the whole time you're waiting for it, and then finally, dun dun, and then the. I mean, we're at this classical well, music thing. They, People exploded. I think they saved it for the encore too. Like they it didn't was. play it in the main. So they're like, "Oh, oh, thank you. Ooh, see you. <laughs> see you again soon." And we're going to see Sakaguchi. And we were like, "Yay, great concert!" And then they start that, and the guy next to me just shat his pants. <laughs> I was just gonna ask. I wonder if there's anybody that goes there who, like, when they leave, they're like. Man, they didn't play the battle theme from four. Josh did. Me. Josh. He was like, it was really good, but they didn't play Dancing Mad. 
<laughs> second <laughs> cello. Cool. Not the first cello, but the second cello was a little, uh, their, their D a little was pitchy. a little, yeah. A little pitchy. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't critique any of that, but I was like, they didn't, they didn't play Dancing Mad. I'm really mad. He was, he was swiping tears. Oh, definitely. For real, though. I, I would look over at him and he's just like, <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying this. Hold my hand, mother. It was so sweet. What, my Sephiroth? No, you're Mike Pence. But <laughs> No, I, you're not. Michael Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. That's what Trump heard in his head when, when, when he wouldn't revoke the count vote. Whatever, yep. we're not political. But anyways, so Final Fantasy VII, everybody's excited. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, Mystic Quest. Final Fantasy VIII was published in 1999 and was the first to consistently use realistically proportioned characters and feature a vocal piece as its theme music. Eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII was um, a very different direction because when you saw seven, the characters were still very blocky. Uh, but then you go into eight and they, they, they do look a lot more realistic. Um, this is one I did play, and I remember thinking after seven, it kind of fit the time because I think 99, 2000 is right about the era where it's like, all right, guys, we've had our fun. That was kitty stuff. Now we're going adult. <laughs> it, it definitely feels that way um, because the story is very, very serious. Now, in Final Fantasy online communities, is eight considered in the top five for a lot of people? No, really? No, uh, a lot of people hated the battle system in it because you had the uh, junction. Um, and that's the thing is with a lot of Final Fantasy purists, what we like to do is you go into these games, you like to grind your characters' levels so you get a little overpowered, and then that way you can, you know, keep going, have enough money for your gear and items. Um, Final Fantasy eight took that, and we're like, okay, you want to grind? Sure, go ahead. But, you but the enemies also, sword. yeah, and the gun sword was awesome. I it love that. It was a sword and a gun. Um, <laughs> stab, stab. <laughs> the problem was that the enemies also progressed with you, so mm. you could go through the whole game thinking you're trying to level up, and it's not going to do squat. The only way that you got better was stocking all the magic off the enemies and junctioning it, and that got to be kind of a hassle. So at the beginning. The Goomba that you jump over in Mario 1, he's just a Goomba, but at the end, he's the rock. Basically. <laughs> but the thing is, you could technically beat Final Fantasy VIII, and your characters could be level 25, and it's not going to be any different. So That feels yeah. like it's going to happen regardless, though, because if you level up in a game and the guys are... Well, sometimes that's nice, though, like when you have that ability because like in Elden Ring or even in other games when like the lesser enemies are around it's nice to just fucking toss them all over the map exactly and that's and that's how you know you're like oh I can go in this area and do side stuff or whatever no problem and eight you didn't have that it just uh, it didn't matter wherever you were the enemies were the same level as you Final Fantasy 9 released in 2000 returned the series roots by revisiting a more traditional Final Fantasy setting rather than the modern worlds of Seven and eight. Mm-hmm. It brought us back to um, a very like the Final Fantasy. I would say like um, like five and six. You know, it was very mystical and magical. 
Um, whereas, yeah, seven and eight, it was, I mean, because nine is serious, but it, mm-hmm. it's also a lot more comedy than seven and eight. Sure. Did you like nine? Were you a big proponent for nine when it came out? I like nine. Okay. I would say of that trilogy, seven, eight, nine, it's my least favorite. Really? Yes. Wow. I Because I've seen a lot of guys. I saw a guy. I have a friend who's got a tattoo of the little caped-headed dude with the glowy eyes. Oh, Vivi. Yes, Vivi. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I say it's my least favorite in that trilogy. I still love it. I still love the game. It's a great game. Uh, it just compared to those two. <laughs> that's It's tough. No, I, I understand. I mean, I, I just... For me, it's it's always tricky with with those because I'm like, do that especially that era, like 2000. I, you're putting me right in like my junior year of high school. Yep, I'm slinging pies. I'm chasing pies. Yeah, (laughs) slinging pies. I'm chasing pies, and I'm trying to stay on the. I'm trying not to spend my extra cash on anything other than Sobe and. I want to put my chocobo in your moogle. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of that, but I was a good boy, right, Casey? <laughs> she, she's here right now, just so you know. Mama Casey's in the background. <laughs> she's a beautiful lady. All right. Three main installments as well as one online game were published by PlayStation 2. Final Fantasy X. Oh, yes. In 2001, introduced... Full 3D areas, areas and voice acting, which was amazing. <laughs> I know what you're pulling up. I already know it. You don't know what I'm pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his laugh, though. It says Titus laugh. It's pitched too high. <laughs> well, maybe that's him with his butt getting pinched. Maybe he had a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he did. Walk on no... <laughs> Uh, the voice acting was, uh, I mean, did you really think it was that bad? Or no. Because <laughs> that's always the criticism is it's like, oh, the voice acting is so bad. I have no problems with Final Fantasy X. See, my only thing, too, would be curious to know if the translation's a little off. It's possible. I mean, technically, six is... Uh, translation is so much different. If you play, if you play the uh, cartridge SNES Final Fantasy three, and then play the pixel remaster now, the, it's a very different. I mean, the story is the same, but the the context is not the same. Well, and I think I read somewhere that in the Japanese release, Tara's name is Dina. Yes. Mm. There's a, a lot of names mm-hmm. are different between yeah. Japanese and America. I mean, look at Eris and Aerith. True. Which I had a crush on her in that game. Oh, who didn't? I was so Me? sad when she got. I mean, <laughs> she's more of a Tifa girl herself. She likes him big. No, give me Barrett all day, every day. What was his catchphrase? I missed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he. Uh, you would think that he was based on Mr. T. I mean, basically. I just remember he was always like, shit! And then like raising his arms in the air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, so there was X or 10. There was X2. Yes. Published in 2003, which was the, 
I mean, 10 is big enough to launch a sequel, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely the genesis of Larry's joke of like, oh, I don't know, you know, I haven't finished Final Fantasy 13 4 or whatever. Yeah. Like it right. starts to get a little <laughs> crazy with the numbers. Yes. Um, the first massively multiplayer online rolling play, playing game was uh, in the series was Final Fantasy XI, hmm. released on PS2 and PC in 2002, and later on the Xbox 360, it introduced oh. real-time battles instead of random encounters. Final Fantasy XII, published in 2006, also includes real-time battles in large interconnected play fields. Josh refuses to play twelve with me. Final Fantasy twelve is the only Final Fantasy game that I look at it and go, "It's so not my bag." What are the What are your issues with it? I hated the story. I hated the voice acting. I hated the characters. Like I hated the fact that they. It was like they were so far up their own asses with, "Oh, we're gonna name this town like Schnarkle Barkle." Fizz pop, and it's like, why can't you name this town like Can <laughs> or so they Apple? They, you don't you don't like the the names? Yeah, the story was bad. The characters you don't relate to. There's they're just not interesting. Like, so, I I found nothing redeemable about <laughs> Final Fantasy twelve. The, okay, so the twelfth main installment of the Final Fantasy series, it was first released PlayStation, introduced several innovations to the series, an open world, a seamless battle system, a controllable camera, a customizable gambit system. Uh, interesting. It was an MMO without being an MMO, basically. Ah, uh, like in okay. all the ways, like you could. If so you it was played- mostly in the gameplay that you had issues. Yeah, because oh, I yes. feel like you could overlook somebody being named Cumbubble or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really was the story. I, I did not like the story. I get you. So, and, and, and it's weird because that's the only Final Fantasy that I've ever, that I refuse to replay. Interesting. It was a one and done. Well, if you're out there and you're listening, you're a Final Fantasy 12 fan. Hey, you know, good for you. Screw you. I, oh, oh, that too. Just kidding. Just, just understand we love all, everyone, for everyone's loves and whatever, and it's totally cool if you love that, so... The game is also the first. We're uh, gonna keep going. Uh, series to utilize a world used in a previous game, namely the land of Ivalice, which is uh, originally from Final Fantasy Tactics and Vagrant Story. Oh yeah, the more also you know. SquareSoft game in 2009, Final Fantasy 13, which is evil number for some people, mm-hmm. was released in Japan and in North America and Europe the following year for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. I think I had a copy of a friend's copy of that. A copy of a friend's copy? Our, I had a. I had Your borrowed, friend's copy? I had, yes, sorry. <laughs> I like to take the hard words on set. Yeah, you know, hard it's a long way, way around. <laughs> yeah. It is the flagship installment of Fabula Nova Crystallis Final Fantasy series and mm-hmm. became the first mainline game to spawn two sub-sequels. Mm-hmm. 13-2 and Lightning Returns. Now, how did you guys feel playing this one? Have you played this one yet? She did 13, but mm-hmm. not 2 or 3. What did you... Any takes from this one? Because I've heard uh, I've heard people vehemently say they hate this one. I can see why they would, because it is a very different game. 
Um, the story is different. It, like, like I think I mentioned before, it's super linear. Like it's point A, B, C, D, whereas the other ones are like A dash one, A dash two. And then you're mm-hmm. over here and then you're doing this storyline. And now we're back to these people. Hey, do you remember that guy that we met at the beginning of the story? Like he's back now. So it takes the open world aspect out of it. Right. It's very like it directs you exactly where you have to go. There's not a whole lot of exploring that you can do. Um, But it was very easy to understand. And it was a great story. Mm -hmm. Um, It was super compelling and fun to watch. So I liked it. I think, um, again, it's different, a different perspective because I didn't play it. I think because I think that's one of the other complaints that are is game mechanics or isn't it for 13? Like people were mad about. Oh, people hated the battle system yeah, because you had to switch back and forth your roles in the middle of battle from being like a ravager, a sentinel, uh, like and uh, and like you have other classes like you would do it on the fly. Like your enemies, you couldn't just attack them and call it good. You had to like break their shields and then you can attack and actually do like real damage to them. And that was tough. So you had to butter them up before you could smash them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was story of my life. If you had no idea what you were doing and like if you like how many times you play in a game and you're like half asleep and especially an RPG and you're like, I'm just trying to get some levels. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but with that game, it was like you had to be awake and alert. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you would die quick. Interesting. So. This game, man, 13 years ago for 13. I believe it. Wow. Uh, it but it had some heavy criticism when it launched Final Fantasy 14. I'm sorry. Had some heavy criticism. Yes. Oh, a lot of criticism. Worldwide on Microsoft Windows in 2010, uh, when it launched, prompting Square Enix to re-release the game as Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn. Or, oops, no, we well, fucked the, up. The way they did it was amazing. <laughs> because if you played the original version of 14, when they were like, okay, um, you know, we're listening. And that's that's something you don't see. Like the developers and director were like, well, you we, see it we, more now. Yes. I'd say during that time, that might have been one of the first like, hey, you fucked up Sonic's teeth. Redo. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, they 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 made it so it was like, okay. You're, we're gonna we're gonna do you a solid here. We're gonna destroy the world, and they destroyed the world in game. Interesting. And they're like, and this is gonna, game's gonna be down for a while, and we're gonna come back, and we promise that we're gonna do better. And wow. since then, the community is stronger than ever. The game series is stronger than ever. Every expansion they put out is a triple A experience. Wow. Well, that's. Yeah, again, that leads from what you said earlier about how well they did on 14. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. And it speaks to the Japanese really being like, you know... They want to be, be feel pride in their work. And if they see that people are disappointed, they're going to be like, oh, boy, we want you to be happy. We hear we you. We are listening. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Um, and then last up before we take a break... Final Fantasy 15. Oh, damn. Or the long push the car simulator. <laughs> it's only the beginning. <laughs> I'm just messing. It was an action role playing game or is a action role playing game that was released for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in 2016. Originally, this was a 13 spinoff titled Versus 13. 
15 uses the mythos of the Fabula Nova Crystallis series, although in many other aspects the game stands on its own and has since been distanced from the series by its developers. Mm-hmm. The next mainline entry, Final Fantasy 16, was announced in September of 2020 for the PlayStation 5. Oh, I may have that pre-ordered. <laughs> That's true. This will be interesting because it'll be the first time uh, April and I play a game together. Uh, and she's like, well, how are we going to do this? I'm like, well, when you're not around, I'll be playing and just trying to grind levels. The right. things that you never, that she didn't have to see me do. Right. So. 15's great. I don't know. I haven't played it. I've only watched you play it and I've watched like YouTube videos or I watched it on Twitch and I'm like. That looks fun. There's some real it looks gorgeous. gut punches. I know it's super high res, like on Mac. You can get it like Max, or not Mac, uh, PC. You can get it maxed out, and it looks insane. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And when you like when I played on when I tried playing it on PC, I couldn't. Yeah. And now that I have the Steam Deck, I'm like, I kind of want to retry down there and see how it is. You can't play it because they haven't even invented the fucking systems to handle it from what I read of reviews of people who <laughs> tried to like certain at the time. Now I am. It's totally different. And I love what I've seen of what you've shown me on the PS five. Mm-hmm. Now you have a steam deck. Would you ever play 15 on your steam deck? Would it run? Absolutely. Sp- I yeah. would. Interesting. Well, we're going to take a break because we've been going for almost an hour now and we need to stand up and walk around and check on the birds. But hopefully you guys will stick around because it's so good to have the shoops in my kitchen studio. <laughs> yeah, we got to go look at the chocobos outside. Yeah, true. Yep. Yellow chicken. All right. See you after the break. So uh, at this point right. uh, in the game, the wedding uh, has been called off. Why? Why has the um, wedding been called off? Uh, a lot of political reasons, uh, but you're going to walk over here and some ladies. You're going to over here some ladies and then maybe uh, have a mission. They're extending the exhibit for Lady Lunafreya's wedding dress. Could that be the dress we read about in the papers? Wait, they read about a dress? Yep, that's what guys like to do when they're on their own. Love to go check out the dress. Let's go check out that dress we heard read about in the papers. Oh my god. Who came up with this? This is surreal. To retire all the loose ends, let's think about the ceremony. I've never been this confused by my life. Never really saying something. Are we meant to be confused? No, I mean, if you play through, it all makes sense. We're no, just kind of jumping around. It couldn't possibly make sense. Well, you know, the thing this is... This is a video game as written by James Joyce. There's, it's just madness. So, hey, did the guy fix our car? He did, but instead of the car, uh, one of the great things about Final Fantasy that's in every game are these things called chocobos. Oh, did the chicken. I want to ride the chicken. So why did we get the car fixed and spend so much time getting the car fixed we could just have when a you can get on a chicken and move around much more easily? I don't know. This is an aggressive wasting of our time. Aggressive. I don't know. I have no idea what our mission is. We're headed There's towards... There's some mysterious tremors in the area, and we're going to go investigate. Okay, why? Why is that our job? Well, why we're going to go meet with the seismologists. Okay. Oh, there he is, just waiting yeah. for us. It's Kevin Spacey and Angela Merkel. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some kind of beast, right? The earthquakes, there's going to be... It's going to be like... Oh, shit. Look at that what? thing. It's a really impressive beast. Could have started the game with this thing. 
you keep doing this for a bit, I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> facing the corner. Tell me when something happens. <laughs> was that it? That was the battle? What, did something happen? That's it. What? When, you, really when, you, when you actually <laughs> feel a sense of accomplishment. That was just to, to suss him out. And then when you actually battle him, it takes three real days. What's the point of all this? Yeah. It seriously it takes, takes three, it takes three real days? It takes 72 real-time hours to, to beat it, like this in a is, row. Why would someone play this? Why would someone play this game? And then okay. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to the second segment, folks. We're back. We're talking Final Fantasy. I love that. Clueless Gamer is very great and fun. I love Conan. I love Conan, and he's a national treasure, not only because of what he did with The Simpsons, but his show, Forever and Ever, is awesome. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. But anyway, so we got through the 15 main games. Now, Mm -hmm. what do we think about Final Fantasy 16 from what we've seen? I've honestly tried to stay away from as much info about it as possible. Uh, they did a state of play uh, for PlayStation. Uh, I want to say it was in April, and it was solely based on 16. And I chose not to watch it. Okay. Because do you know anything though? I've seen I've seen like a early trailer, but that was about it. Because I like to go into these games blind. Uh, I try not to look up anything because I don't want uh, someone else's perspective and opinions to have an effect on me. I get that. So when a new Final Fantasy comes out and you first sit down to play it, do you make sure you have enough time? Did you, You're like, okay, I had a bowel movement. <laughs> uh, I got my chips mm-hmm. and my dips. You can always anticipate the beginning of a Final Fantasy game is going to take a little while before you can save your game for the first time well especially with the newer ones because there's so many cutscenes. you yeah. have to wade through a lot of cutscenes at the beginning and some of them can be pretty lengthy or you have to push a car for you know ever and ever it's like two minutes it feels like a really long time but you know what you're hearing florence in the machine like if you stick your hand in fire it really doesn't matter how long it is you got your hand in fire and you're like ow 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 and i think your brain kind of does that sometimes (laughs) when you're playing certain things or in the dmv and i gotta be honest the fact that it's florence in the machine just makes it feel longer because i'm not a fan that's okay she's very like owl trapped in a wind chime shop like yeah. The Owl of Gahul. Yeah. Not my favorite, but Josh likes it. So. I do. I love her, actually, but yeah. that's okay. We also disagree on this next month's uh, <laughs> YouTube video episode me and Marty did on Quentin Tarantino. So that's, that'll be a skip for her, but that's oh, okay. Boy. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to talk to April about Quentin. No. Nope. Me, on the other hand, I'd be like, oh, yes. Well, that's, the, that's part of what makes life fun. Exactly. The differences in opinion. Even when they're wrong. That's okay. So all I know about 16 is it comes out this year. What day is it actually coming out, Josh? Because i got to know you got this memorized. June 22nd. Perfect. Okay, is that a Friday? It is. Perfect. You know why I know this? Because I have a vacation coming up, and it ends literally the day before the game. Like I, I have up until that Thursday off, go back to work that Friday. That's poor the day planning. It comes out. I couldn't get the day off. I tried. 
Interesting. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was so sad. Which edition did you pre-order? <laughs> the deluxe, please. Okay. Now, what's the difference between the standard and deluxe? Uh, I think there was like some cosmetic stuff that might help you in the game. I think that was like, I feel like there was like, a, oh, you get the, yeah, this thing that helps you get like more experience points and um, uh, like a mini soundtrack and stuff. If I remember correctly. Right. It's, it was a while ago I ordered it. Okay. Without further ado. Uh, now, do we want to do our top fives? Now, I'm standing out of this because specifically I don't have even enough to be at, make a top five. But I will, I will give my personal take on the Final Fantasies that I've played. Mm-hmm. I'm I sure played those, seven, those eight, games nine. will come up. I played, I, seven, I played 7, 8, 9, and so I, 7 is one of my favorite video games of all time. It's in my top 10. I adored 7. I played it, finished it with the three discs back in the day on the PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. and to this day, that is easily one of the reasons why I continue to keep playing video games because of mm-hmm. how much fun I had. It was a game changer. I mean, even Larry said it. Like... It yeah. was a game he loved. Yeah, when even Larry's like, Dad, this RPG was pretty good. I mean, all he's worried about right now is when Super Mega Baseball 4 comes out. Mm-hmm. Very soon. So, um, hold on one second. Oh, we're back. Sorry, we had to take a quick break, but we're back. Uh, yeah, so 7 is great. 8 is uh, a lot of fun. It's been so long, I can't necessarily weigh in as good uh, because at the time that I played it, I was really like... You were getting to that age where it was like video games were... It's like either you were into them hardcore or it was like, oh, that's kind of a nerdy thing. Right. And that's like... I don't want to say that it was like a bad game... It was just. It was different. It was different. It was a, it was more adult themed, which is fine. Like that's that's fun stuff and all that. But like, I was also just kind of like, eh. You were checking out, and yeah. there's, and that's the thing. You might play it again now mm-hmm. and be like, have a totally different experience with it. Totally. I hated it. Okay. Wow. High key, my least favorite. If I wanted to be that depressed, I would just stop taking my medication or just. Put on the cure and right. And stop She's taking just your tossing like, it out there. I, really, I I was so excited when we finished, so that I would never have to play that again. Interesting. Oh wow. Okay, nine. Like I, my top five were really difficult to suss out, but my least favorite, super easy. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So April says hard pass. Yep. Um, well, that's that's all I have to say about Final Fantasies. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to delve in, and maybe in the future we'll do a part two to this, maybe a short mini where I discuss what I thought. But mm-hmm. um, we've done the history, so now I want to hear the Shoop's top five. Oh boy! So here we go. I'll do Josh first. All right, we'll start with five because mine is in order. Yep, mine is two. All right, we'll start at five and go down. Number five. My number five is Final Fantasy. Eight. Is Final Fantasy eight? Yeah. I 
April's not wrong. It's a very depressing game, and Squall uh, is a very moody teenager. And you know what? I identified in a lot of ways with that at that point because I was also a moody teenager. Jeez, uh, does this guy listened to a lot of placebo. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. Uh, the soundtrack to this game is insanely good. Uh, and I know for a fact that even April would say the soundtrack wise, you like the music. I did. Yep. Um, I, I actually, last I knew your favorite song was from Final Fantasy. One of 8. them. Yeah. Um, which is, I was it Blue Fields? No. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. It was uh, either Special K or Taste of <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Great record, um, but yeah, I, the Liberty Fatale is one of the coolest. It, one of the coolest intros to a game, hands down. Having that this big bombastic song open the game, uh, and it's kind of weird that they had cutscenes throughout the game like spliced into it. That was kind of strange, but like I, having that intro and that song, it was like I knew like holy shit, this is going to be incredible. And that's the reason why, like to this day, they most of the time, if you see a Final Fantasy concert, like with us, they open with Liberty Fatale. Interesting. And Eyes on Me is a beautiful song. It just sucks that um, Fei Wong, who is the singer of that song, that rhymed. Uh, there's a bunch of copyright bullshit that they make it so you can't. Uh, it's a Fei Wong song. Yeah, that you can't. If you go on Spotify for Final Fantasy VIII, you will not see Eyes on Me on there because mm-hmm. of Fei Wong. Even though it wasn't written by her. Don't get it, Wong. <sighs> so yes, I love eight, <laughs> but not as much as my next four. Ah, uh, okay. April's All number right. five. My number five is Final Fantasy Thirteen. Ah, I really like this one. Um just storyline and it was it it was such a good like it was very character driven Mm. i love the plot it was very easy to understand which is not not super typical of final fantasy storylines um the characters were great i thought it was a beautiful game um and i like the music too Cool. It's very calming most of the it time, is. and Lightning uh, is a is an interesting character. You see a lot of character growth in this one from uh, virtually mm-hmm. every character. Yeah. Well, and that's another one of those where um, they sort of separate into different parties and like following the different parties around. Also, I have to give credit where credit is due. Probably one of my favorite. Um, co- comedic relief characters is Saj. Okay. Because he's got a little chocobo in his, oh, in nice. his afro. Nice. Saj. Saj. Funny, yeah. yeah. Funny guy. Chocobo afro. Mm-mm-mm. Get it out of your butt here. Uh, interesting. Uh, you know. Number four. Number four. For number four, I have Final Fantasy 15. Ah. I love the story of Noct in his his brothers, his friends going on this adventure. And like we had alluded to in the beginning of the game, you, your car breaks down and you have to push it. And the thing that I love about this game is um, 
at the beginning you hear uh, Florence and the Machine do a cover of Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, you hear the song and it's like, oh yeah, they're like pushing the car and you hear Stand By Me. And you're like, you know, it's, it, it, you look at it in such a way. And then at the end of the game, you hear Stand By Me again. Same exact song, very different meaning. And like, mm-hmm. um, the ending, like, it's so sad to me. It makes me weep. Um, it, I love the character growth, especially with Noct. Like mm-hmm. he, the, it's, it's bombastic. It, the, the villain is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, right. so yeah, this is a game that I will champion, even though I know other people really didn't like this one much. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I do eventually, I think that'll be one that I play eventually too and like you said it's an emotional story so yes. I, I like a good emotional story and I can get over the you know defunct boy band look of the, <laughs> the group it, it very very much so yeah, I got a recipe it, it was after we played 15 that I realized that there's sort of a um a Final Fantasy recipe where the main character has to have very triangular spiky hair and the like funny sidekick has to have tall hair Ah. It's so true. It is. Because if you look at any of the games, uh, 10 is Titus with his spiky hair and Waka with his tall hair. 15 is Noct, spiky hair. Uh, is it Ignis, tall hair? No, well, Ignis is, uh I got a recipe. You're talking he, about, he's got tall hair. He does, but he's not the comedic one. Well, okay, then sidekick. Just general sidekick. So he, he has a sidekick who's that. As I say, as far as comedy, I was, I was thinking more of... um. Uh, pop, pop, popmo, or oh gosh, why, why am I suddenly blinking on his name? Prompto, prompto, placebo. Yeah. <laughs> this is my- man. <laughs> oh, Brian Maloco, you'll never f- be able to push this vehicle with those wiry arms. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's so small. All right, well, dear, you're on number four. For me, number four is. Uh, Final Fantasy VI. Ah. I know that Josh is going to be really disappointed. He's bleeding he's like, from his eyes. He was like, when we played this, he's like, I'm saving this one for last because it's going to be your favorite. At least it's in my top five. This is true. Like, it could be lower. It could be down there with eight at the very bottom. Eight's That's like, true. Nobody likes my gun blade. <laughs> Such a cool I, weapon. Too. It is. It is. I mean, I gave it props for that. Yeah. Um, I loved six. I thought it was really good. Um, again, an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Great storytelling. Um, I kind of characters like- were really interesting in this one too. And there were a lot of characters, especially towards the very end. You have a party of what twelve? Fourteen total. Four, yeah. So learning about all these characters individually and sort of their stories and their individual, you know, the growth that they have throughout the game. What put six up there for me uh, is the music. Interesting. Probably my my favorite music out of the entire series. And Kefka is a cool like I'm crazy. Here's the thing with with Kefka. He succeeded mm-hmm. in doing what every other villain in every other game tries to do. They're, they try to destroy the world. Kefka did it. Right. And that's what makes him like the best villain ever. The- I, I will say the one one of the things that dropped this down to fourth spot for me is the fishing for grandpa 
segment <laughs> of that game because it took a, shit a half and hour, a half an hour it's, to get Peepaw feeling well enough to to move forward with the plot line. Well, and I was like, this is so technically stupid. I didn't have to do that. I well, could have let, let him die, but like, but I was like, I was so determined that I'm like, no, I'm gonna save Sid. You want to keep the airship guy around, right? Yeah, but I was like, oh my god, that. <sighs> It is kind of silly. That was very... Even <laughs> even me, when I'm like, okay, I've played this game so many times, it never takes this long for I him get to get you. healthy. And it just back and forth, back and, and forth. And we were after our first 15 minutes. I was like, can we just let him die? Because this is miserable. And I was like, no, we're going to save him because I don't want to see Celis kill herself. Oh. <laughs> or, well, attempt to anyways. Yeah, well. Josh, number three. Oh, boy. I'm going to catch some controversy and catch some hands. Final Fantasy 7. Your brother, I just heard an explosion in Washington State or Portland or wherever yeah. it is. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's in my top three. I've played Final Fantasy 7 way so many times. I love this game. I love the soundtrack. Sephiroth is awesome. Sephiroth. Oh, this fire burns. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Oh, I don't remember who we said it was earlier. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Um, um, yeah, I, there's a reason I've I come I can help back. you get that car moving real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a phenomenal game, a phenomenal story. Uh, I cannot wait to play. Uh, I'm about to, uh, I'm going to play Crisis Core with April um, so she can get some backstory on uh, Zach. And then and Sephiroth, and then we're gonna move on to a seven remake. And when the second one comes out, maybe later this year, I'm so looking forward to it. Because yeah, I mean, I don't have big gap. Between I cannot them. spoil this because it, it, it's there's a reason why I'm extra excited for it. Interesting. So, cool. Seven. Awesome. April number three. My number three is Final Fantasy IX. Ah, Vivi. Yeah, um, which is really surprising because when we had gone to the concert, we left. And I looked at Josh and I was like, "Who is that guy with the tail and the stupid face?" Yeah, I was face? like, "Which Final Fantasy is that?" Because that the the art in that one is very different. The character design is strange. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. But I found myself so engrossed and compelled by the storyline that I was like, it's fine that they look stupid. Like, it, I, it was so good. It's a sad story, though. It is a sad story. Um, like, it, but it's such a good story. And it's this this tale of, like, death and, like, accepting death and, like, ugh. Yeah, accepting death is, I think, an overall arc in that. Cool. Yeah. Well, it, it, I, was, it, it was the one that surprised me the most because I went into it assuming that I was not going to like it, especially because we, what had we just played before that? I want to say it was, I think it was 13. 13. So the only one that I had played thus far that had no spoken dialogue was eight. And that left such a bad taste in my mouth that I was like, oh, fuck this shit again. Really? Mm-hmm. And then I was pleasantly surprised. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's I I like that. I that maybe that'll be the next. I don't know. I'll I might just change it up. Who knows? Maybe I'll go in order, or maybe I'll go. Don't do that. From the yeah, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Josh, number two. two. My number two, and I have been fighting with myself for like the past week? couple weeks that because it was a couple weeks ago we talked about doing this, yeah. and I knew what I had a pretty good idea what three, four, and five were going to be, but one and two were not easy. (laughs) I landed on this and two weeks from now I might go opposite. My number two as of today is Final Fantasy VI. What? Um, (laughs) uh, I, I, I've played this game like 30 times. Uh, the soundtrack is one of the best in video game history. Um, I think dancing mad is one of the, is, is the coolest song in final fantasy. Uh, the opera song. Uh, if you look at the, the, the overall, you know, story of, of Draco and Maria is a beautiful piece. Um, all at once. Um, they did a lot with something that could have been at the time so simplified. Easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you feel for every one of these characters, you know, when you have a game in which you could you could say like, well, who's the main character? And you, I mean, you could say it's Tara, but you're like, okay, well, that's just a, that point of view. It could also be a lock. It could be any one of well, them. It changes a lot throughout the course of the game who is because like you could say the second the half character yeah is Celis. Mm-hmm. um but each one of them their story is so full of tragedy and, and and but there's a lot of beauty in there as well uh and there's a lot of themes of of love and death and it's just it's the perfect it's a perfect game wow number two damn all right april what's your number two my number two is Final Fantasy fifteen. Ooh. Um, I really loved this one. Um, it was just so beautiful. Like you really can't beat those graphics. It was stunning to watch. And yeah, the it's actually line, fun to w- drive the car, the right. regalia around, and just look at the well, surrounding it's, it's country. So, it's so sandboxy and so inviting to explore, and um. Just the characters are so phenomenal. And even we had watched the um the movie. The movie that went with, which dives even deeper into the the characters background and history and explains so much. And it's they're so rich and complex and Yeah, the movie, because I don't know if you well, because you haven't played it, Ryan. Mm-mm. Um the movie takes place it's 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 interesting because the movie itself starts before the ends of the events of fifteen, but then bleeds into the game. Where it's like you have because you have knocked and his friends leave and you start. That's where the game begins. But in the movie, it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to continue back here where knocked and them are gone. We're back here in this this place where they started and then goes up until I think it's like chapter three. Mm-hmm. And like and then knock gets this crazy. Then the story changes and and it's like all the events that are happening at home. But the like, if you thought like the Spirits Within was a beautiful movie, as far as like computer um, graphics and stuff for the time, yes. For um, sure. 
the Final Fantasy movie for 15. Good Lord. It's so good. It's called Kingsglaive. It is phenomenal. Um, you definitely think you're watching real people. Yeah. And yeah, just as far as the game goes, there was beautiful music in that too. There are really beautiful music in all of them. Um, but yeah, 15 was just so moving. And the end is just, it rips your heart out and you throws it on the ground and then runs it over with a lawnmower. Like especially, you are left totally shattered. Especially totally when, shattered. You, when you start thinking about because there's things that you're like, okay, well, oh yeah, shit, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And once and it once you realize everything that's happened uh, in this story at the end and through the events of the game as a whole, and you hear "Stand by Me" again, oh, it's God. like I said, you you if you don't cry oh, or yeah. feel something, you're heartless. Yep, I definitely wept. Open. Wow. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> These are moving games, folks. Mm-hmm. Tissues. Maybe required. Uh, more so for my number one. Number one. And I think I, I'm i pretty positive April and I, we are the same on this. Mm-hmm. Number one is my favorite Final Fantasy game as a whole is Final Fantasy X. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't going to play it because I didn't want to overuse it. That's, and the pitch was wrong. That's my number one, too. What? Yep. I figured as much yep. love um, brings a final fantasy together this this game <laughs> the, uh, i just i hate to interrupt but i know that this is going to hit my target audience just right i just got a facebook message from my six-year-old because i got him one of those facebook like kids mm-hmm. accounts mm-hmm. and it just says this So he just casually texted me, I am homeless. <laughs> so weird. Oh, that's my kid. Yep. <laughs> Is there something we don't know about? Right? Is he outside? Should I check the bird cam? Is he cam? panhandling right now? <laughs> He's like the crow lady or whatever from Home Alone 2, just outside covered in rags. Hi, right. Mom. I'm homeless. <laughs> cool. See you soon. <laughs> But yeah, 10, ten yes. um, that ending, it doesn't matter how many times I've played the game, I cry at the end. It's yep. brutal. Realistically, my my top five is based on how hard I cried. I get you. Um, the character, you love every character mm-hmm. in 10. Hands down, every single character is just a knockout of the park. Yep. Um, Fascinating story, too. Really, really interesting yeah, when when you get to like the big moments of the aha, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. You look at the entire game all over again and go, "Holy crap!" Uh, and that's why, like replaying it, it almost makes it more enjoyable. You know, especially little things like they have the Albed language in the game, which is when you see it the first time, the subtitles are all like you can't read it, but as you play the game, you unlock slowly. The language, you can transfer that over. So when you replay the game, you can read all the subtitles of what they're saying. Wow. And little things like that are are kind of cool. Yeah. Um. The comedy is there with like you know Waka is you know a funny character and um the ah ha 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 part like it's meant to be corny because 
Titus or Titus, however you want to pronounce it. Like he's trying Tidious. to cheer everybody. <laughs> he's trying to cheer up Yuna and, you know, so it's supposed to be bad. Yeah. Um, which leads me to, you know, I would say of all the Final Fantasy characters, Yuna is easily my my favorite character in all Final Fantasy games. That's cool. Um, it's just it's just a perfect story. The soundtrack is incredible. Um, it gets you in all the right ways, and boy, howdy, is it sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's actually April's. Yet to experience uh, Ten Two, uh, but that's it's Ten Two was it, ex, it it goes further into the story, um, but it didn't. It's not as good as the first one. So right on. Well, that's Final Fantasy, folks. We finaled it up. Mm-hmm. Next, we're gonna go over. Uh, the the complete story of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, get ready for a seven-hour episode. You want to put me to sleep? Try to tell me that story. I'll <laughs> so, perk up every now and again when Goofy talks. <laughs> God, see, that's how you know we're married. <laughs> you are. So Sora is actually a reincarnation. Of, oh, never mind. <laughs> and we gotta go. <laughs> it's been your show, folks. Oh boy, ah, oh, it's so good to have you guys back on together. It's fun. It feels show. good. It feels good. It feels like the first time. And the song we're going to play at the end here, Josh is going to pick out for me. Ten bucks says it's Dancing Mad. Uh, well, considering he plays the full songs at the end, I don't think he wants a 17-minute outro. Fine. One-winged angel. You know, that's... Ooh, to Xanarkin, because it was both our top ten. Or our, our number one. You know, he wants something more hardcore, though, than To Xanarkand. To Xanarkand is hardcore. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't want to start a fight. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll vamp for a minute. Please check out our Instagram, Zanzizi Podcast, on uh, the Instagram. Also, join the Discord. The link is in the description for the, the uh, episode. Also, we can take episode suggestions on our Facebook or Zanzizi podcast at gmail.com we'll add it to the dossier I would say let's close this out with Otherworld from Final Fantasy 10 Otherworld he says Otherworld it will be well thanks for being on do you guys have anything other than the the links to their St. Jude donation will be also in the description Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to plug before we end this sode uh no, thanks for having us on. I'm sure I'm sure you'll be hearing our voices again at some point soon. Sure. I d- I'm, I'm, I might have to hold you to the I Love Lucy episode. Josh can Deal. be on it too. He can just play like the Ricky Ricardo and just don't, be like, don't, oh, don't Lucy! Make him, don't make him do that accent. Okay, I won't. <laughs>